Who knew heaven was like a luxury liner? The man across from Seamus speared the last bite of his steak. His head was shaved and shiny, and tattoos curled around his ears like ram's horns. He was called Joshua, but he didn't bring Jericho to mind. More like pure Jersey. It's not what I imagined. Leaning back from his empty plate, he patted his stomach with a satisfied air. I gotta tell you, it's pretty great. This is our introduction to the afterlife. Seamus glanced at the speaker, a sweet-faced young woman in a diaphanous turquoise evening gown. Noting her work-roughened hands, he guessed it was the nicest thing she'd ever worn. This ship, the feeling we're on a cruise, she waved vaguely at the elegant room around them. It's designed to help us adjust to the fact that our lives are over. That's right, another woman put in. They provide all the comforts while we prepare for the final step, which they say is much better, the first woman looked around the table. I believe that. There was a moment of silence as the diners considered their own opinions. In the background, the band finished a smooth rendition of The Impossible Dream. As the notes of a new song began, a wide-eyed girl of about 19 asked, What about punishment? Her food was hardly touched, and Seamus figured she hadn't yet adjusted to the idea of being dead. Oh, that will all be taken care of, said a woman a few chairs down, whose facial wrinkles were intensified by a screaming red dye job on her hair. My caseworker said not to worry about it. Although he generally stayed out of such conversations, Seamus couldn't ignore the look of dread on the girl's face. Think of all the good things you've heard about the afterlife, he told her. That's what's true. Her spine relaxed a little, and she smiled timidly. It was the same every night. New faces, but the same fears. Anticipation and wonder. The newly dead talking about being newly dead. This really is like a sea cruise, one man said. With everything you can imagine and more, Joshua agreed. Seamus wondered how many of them understood that they'd soon forget the details of their former lives. In a day or two, the pretty girl in the red dress would know she liked musical comedies but be unable to name a specific occasion when she had seen one or who had accompanied her. Glancing around the table, he assessed the likelihood that someone here might object to losing their memories. No, not a portalist among them. Each of his dinner companions would accept the forgetting and make the crossing content to leave the world, and even this ship behind. He was not like that. No matter how wonderful the next step might be, Seamus was unwilling to let go of Seamus. Like a small minority who chose to remain and remember, he stayed on the ship, waiting for the time when it felt right to give up who he was for whatever lay beyond. Joshua's mind, apparently, ran along the same track. I understand the workers on the ship are people who chose to not go on. Not yet. 
said a young man, who'd begun refilling their water glasses. As ice plopped and water splashed, he explained, portalists can go on any time, but we choose to stick around a while. If the next step is so wonderful, then why not take it? asked the woman in turquoise. The waiter, whose face was pleasantly freckled, thought about that for a few seconds. I guess I want to enjoy this step, he said finally. You gotta admit, this ain't bad.